3: For some football talk. This is from Under the Helmet with Derek Kinnard. We'll tackle the personal and unheard stories of the players, coaches, and fans, and we'll score with the stories and headlines from this week in college and pro football. Now, here's Derek (laughs) Kinnard.
4: Welcome back from under, under the helmet with Derek Kennard. Hey, we are back with another show here this week, and what a what a glorious uh, week we had last week. Uh, you know, uh, I tell you what, it's uh, it's been it's been trying times here with the NFL and and some of the issues with the CBA. Uh, and you know, the uh, judge uh, uh, is trying to bring in a mediator with this extension of. Um, Giving everybody time and thoughts, uh, uh, time to think about what we're going to do next. And we have uh, Judge Nelson is uh, is going to make a ruling here to enforce uh, uh, a mediator onto the b- both parties, the the players as well as the owners, uh, the NFL as the league is going to be imposed with this uh, mediator, um, George Coon. And, uh, George Kuhn is going to, uh, um, talk to both parties separately and try to come to a conclusion of how to, uh, come to a resolution to all the different issues that, that embodies this, uh, CBA collective bargaining agreement that needs to come to a resolution. I mean, quick and in a hurry. It, they can't get, get this thing done fast enough for me, but it's not only the current players that's, uh, that they're bargaining for, uh, Mr. DeMarc, Maurice uh, Smith, is uh, mentioned on uh, the NFL.com networks, is that, you know, he's trying to make sure that... All three parties the the uh, former players, the current players, and the 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 players that will come before uh, after all of uh, these players are coming gone so with it they're trying to get a really really good uh good collective bargaining agreement done this time and you know uh to some degree, I do feel that the owners have been embarrassed by what The NFL has, uh, for the retired players of, with far as pensions and benefits and things of that nature. And they do want to rectify some of those things. And though I I believe that those things is, uh, uh, is, uh, pretty much 90% uh, uh, done as far as the former players are concerned. But there is some discrepancy and some income that has not been resolved that uh, they would like to put into the former players as well as the current players' uh, uh, pots to to enhance their both their, uh, their current careers as well as their past careers after they're done playing. Now, as far as the future players are concerned, we're trying to make sure that, hey, guys, you guys have a have a good, um, medical, dental, and, uh, be- a health benefit plan once you leave the game, as well as a good retirement program such as the Major League Baseball and the, uh, and the, uh, NBA has. And, you know, that, they, they have, uh, excellent, excellent, uh, uh, benefits and, uh, things of that nature that, that will enhance, uh, your play, uh, beyond your playing days. And, uh, I believe that is a, a fight worth fighting for. So, hey guys, uh, uh, don't lose the, the vision of the fight. And, uh, we need, we need to keep this thing, uh, get this thing where it's a, it's a, a good and fair deal for both parties. I know the owners are wanting to make some money, uh, make a lot of money when they're doing so, and they, but they just won't show us the books, big fella. That bothers me with that, but hey, we'll get past that. Now, uh, um, moving on, that, um, uh, we had a situation last season with, uh, Brett Favre, and, uh, you know, Brett Favre, uh, you know, he just wouldn't go away. He just, <laughs> he just couldn't go away quietly last year. And, of course, when he came back, he had this situation with this young lady named Jen Sturger. And, boy, she's a beauty, but, uh, you know, he came on to her in a, in a, in a way that, uh, you know, it's, uh, uh, I guess she kind of went along with this for a while now. She let, she didn't uh, reveal that she was trying to shy away from him in any way, shape, or form until after uh, he was uh, p- supposedly retiring. But Mr. Uh, Brett Favre got into a situation with Gene Sturgers, and uh, he had the—this uh, is during a time when he was with the New York Jets. And the Jets— had a security guard uh, over at the camp, and he—he uh, he being Mister uh, Brett Favre—asked the guy to come on over. He gave him a note to say, "Hey, uh, give this lady uh, my phone number and uh, and see if she wouldn't mind uh, give me a call." But uh, you know, and and also he stated that, "Hey, you also look uh, very similar to my wife," so. Boy, so Brett, Brett, uh, Brett did that. Uh, it's been documented. So I'm, I'm just uh, following the, the the press release on it. But you know what happens is, you know, she went along with everything for quite some time, and then she came out with this, and then she comes out with this article saying that she's not a gold digger. She has not earned a dime from this, and uh, she's uh, merely a reporter trying to report the news. And she states on her. Uh, her quotes on the article is that, uh, she can't report on the news, uh, on the news when she is the news. So, <laughs> well, you know, hey, it's hard, it's hard to tell from this angle, guys. You know, uh, you get a, you get a, a beautiful lady like this and with some jeans that look like they've been painted on and, 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 and does not leave nothing to the imagination, uh, when she steps into a locker room full of guys that, uh, the testosterone, uh, testosterone is, is overflown, uh, and, I, and I'm putting it mildly. Boys, the, the guys in the locker room is something fierce in that locker room, so. You know, uh, I, I, I understand that, the, you know, reporters are there to do a job, but, uh, you know, you don't never see a, a guy in a female's locker room doing a story at the WNBA or the female, uh, tennis leagues or any, any other sport. So they, they just, uh, so when they say eat for, fight for equal rights, they, 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 uh, say that with, with, with biting their tongue and, and, and with a little grit, with a little grit, and, and grinding of the teeth because, hey, you don't, <laughs> you don't want no men in the, in the female locker room. And geez, it's really awkward having, uh, females in our locker room. So, hey, you know, it's, uh, it's a tough deal to, tough deal to swallow. But hey, let's move on. You know, uh, we have also Sanchez, um, out of the New York Jets, staying online with the New York Jets. We have Sanchez as, um, has put together, uh, his teammates to work out in in California. And, and, uh, I, I, you know, to, for this young man to do this in this day, day and age of his, uh, well, of his, his young stature, he's a young man is well he just completed his second year in the NFL. And, uh, you know he's leading his team by way of saying, "Hey guys, let's get together to continue on with our workouts. Let's get the ball thrown around." Um, he's holding this camp up, up in uh, San Luis Obispo of California. I, I believe it's San Luis Obispo, uh, uh, California. No, I'm sorry, it's Mission Viejo, uh, California. Um, and he's he's made this offer to his teammates. I'm I'm sure he's probably made accommodations where he can get. Uh, uh, hotel rooms and things of that nature uh, taken care of and 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 the guys shuttled in and out to their to the local to, to the local venues to to come out and and mission vao and uh, work out and uh, get that uh, what do they call it um, uh, they dubbed it the jets go west and <laughs> the the jets go west uh, and, and get their workouts done um, I believe it's still awful cold down it, back there in the, in the in the NYC so hey yeah it's, it's good to see that this young man is doing these type of things to to help lead his team to keep his team on far, on track to stay focused on uh, the task at hand because this this team is not far uh, away from a possible Super Bowl appearance if they can just keep uh, keep a hold of some of their pieces and they got to get younger because I know they they're one of the older teams. But uh, uh, and, and um, that uh, this coach, uh, he, he sure likes the older guys to make a good blend with the young guys, and that's a good thing. But you got to keep it young, that way. That way he's able to. Uh, that way he's able to keep that youthful team because ain't nothing nothing better than that team speed, and that comes with youth, and. Uh, Back to that, uh, Sanchez getting getting the ball thrown around. He have a young uh, a young receiver that's uh, looking for a contract, and and uh, and Mr. Holmes is going to be uh, up for a contract right now, and, and they need to get it done. He just flat out mentioned that he wants to uh, get a contract done, and. I'm not sure if he's going to make it because he has stated that he's, uh he's got some issues and so he's got to take care of those contractual issues before he come out to do uh, get the ball thrown around. So that could be a cog and uh, a little clog in arteries there for the for the Jets to uh, lose that man and so they they need to get that thing done before that man moves along and and and, and possibly before this uh, this. Uh, uh collective bargaining agreement is done cuz once that's done they're going to they're going to put a put a cap on a few things and uh, uh a lot of issues is going to be resolved uh, through this so he better get that contract done before this uh collective bargaining agreement is done all right coming up next uh on the next our next segment we're going to have uh uh uh, we got a couple of people possibly calling in. I sure like to uh, hear my guys to call in, and uh, if you do feel you have some some uh oppose me on some of these issues that I'm bringing up on the ra- on the radio, call in at 888-346-9144. and uh, let's get take a tic tac and come right back, and we'll be back right after these messages, baby.
0: Internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports.
3: Are you ready for an old school in your face discussion of professional college and high school football? Tune in for talk on a variety of football-related topics on the program From Under the Helmet with Derek Kinnard. You will hear the week's headlines and straight talk from the hosts and weekly guests that are personal and provocative. From Under the Helmet is broadcast every Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on The Voice America Sports Channel. Keep saying
1: yeah! Welcome to Inside the Trenches, everyone—the interactive show that is sweeping across the
4: nation. Here on Voice America Sports, simply with your host, 12-year pro football veteran, yes, of course, the voice of America, Rchal Trula. We're bringing it to you today. Starts at noon, and so does Inside the Trenches, 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Bringing you the ins and out, letting you know what's going on in and around sports, and also in and around your neck of the woods. So, if you want to be on the show and you want to be a part of the show, simply go to Inside and let's make this thing happen for you the interactive show that is sweeping across the nation inside the trenches your show
0: Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. Then the ass and then move I just, and I just think that the coach made a mistake. You're all crazy. He... <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up, speak up or forever hold your mouth.
1: We ain't playing around here.
0: Voice America Sports.
3: are listening to from under the helmet with Derek hinnard we want to hear from you now call in with your comments questions or whatever to 1-888-346-9144 1-888-346-9144 or shoot us an email to dk7trey at yahoo.com now back to the show
4: Welcome back from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard here and uh, be sure to call in today at 888-346-9144. Hey, we have a, uh, on the rumor mill, we have this uh, deal here with, uh, Mr. Holmes wants to be traded or you give him a new contract flat out. He would like to stay, but you know how it is in this game. It's a business. Guys got to get, you can't get along. It's time to move along. (laughs) So you better, you know, for, for goodness sake, get the deal done here with the New York Jets and i like to see him stay there because boy, what uh, so many comebacks this guy has brought them back from the dead each and every time the, we thought that the game was over, I would flick the channel to go to another and I'd be darn. Holmes done connected with Sanchez and I, oh my goodness and a last second win to uh, clinch a defeat uh, a win for the Jets. What a what a what a way this guy has helped his team get uh, get on top of the uh, the uh, AFC by way of, of those last second victories that they, during the middle of the season and towards the end, this young man has come through for them time and time again. And boy, what would be a, a vicious loss, cause. Hey does nothing like having that speed uh speed kills every time and you got to Recognize that and respect it because when this young man comes off, man, he can get off the press and he can get off the jam when, uh, them cornerbacks are trying to jam him up at the line. He, he's, uh, strong and crafty enough to get it, to get your hands off of him and to get open. And boy, once he opened up them jets, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a wrap because this guy gets behind the defense and beats out that cover too. What that safety being slow coming over nowadays. Oh my goodness. And he, he being Sanchez throwing the ball up in the air and letting that man be the the hungriest guy out there on the field to want to eat and get that ball. The man is hungry when he when the ball is in the air, he is the hungriest guy I know that wants the ball. There's nothing like being hungry cuz I see a guy like uh, uh, Michael Irvin that he tells me every time he's in the huddle in the huddle, hey I'm hungry, throw me the ball, put it up in the air, let's see who's the hungriest and see who come down with that ball. Boy, that guy liked to eat, and I'm telling you, he will go up and get that ball like no other. That's why he's in the HOF Hall of Fame. Congratulations to you, Michael Irvin. All right, now moving on. I have a, a situation here with Mr. Taylor's uh, Fred Taylor spent twelve years with the Jaguars down in down in uh, Florida, and uh, you know this man has uh, uh, amazed. Um, uh, 11,695 yards, his, per, primarily from uh, the Jaguars because he didn't do much uh, while he was there in uh, New England last year. Uh, the New England Patriots acquired him last year in the off-season acquisition to help out with their running game uh, to bridge them in, into this NFL draft, and hopefully through the draft they're going to be able to secure a young gifted, uh, and lifted running back, and, uh, I say gifted and lifted, cause boy, running backs are dime a dozen, cause they, uh, uh they only last, uh, three to five years, of course, uh, a good running back doesn't last too long in the NFL they lose them legs you you got to understand from a running back's perspective that the running back is getting hit from all angles from the back the front side to side uh and uh, even guys falling on top of them. so those those legs go very quickly and you can see a man uh age right in front of you uh, as a running back, and I'll be darned. The, the, the jets that I used to see Emmett Smith have to get through a hole, he has this, what I call a burst, that would allow him to get through the hole. And, uh, he has that, that after he burst, he had that slide and glide uh, type of, uh, uh, shifty running action, action beyond that. But, uh, Fred Taylor, he's a ground, uh, a ground and pound type of guy that loves to get, uh, get those tough yards in between the two tackles. He's not doing many sweeps or outrunning nobody. Most of his yardage, those 11,695 yards came in between the tackles, and I'm telling you, this guy—he's—he's uh, uh, he's a big back that is a bruiser, and he will give it to you. Uh, what they uh, call it, what I call it, is a dookie stick when he give you the dookie stick uh, which is the st- uh, stiff arm to push somebody up off him he is one of the best at doing it so you don't want to tackle this big back unless you go for his legs or you tackle him towards his midsection because this guy has a, a, a superior upper body strength to give you that old dookie stick and give you that straight arm to get you off of him I like Fred Taylor I uh, and they, they're uh uh, late breaking news today came at uh a little later once I got into the studio today that this young man is conflicted. He does not want to leave quietly. He's um, he's talking about retirement. He's thinking about retiring uh, right now, but he's conflicted uh, with the late breaking news that today says that he is now conflicted. He's not quite sure. After an- announcing that he's retiring this morning, this afternoon, he states that he is conflicted. He's not quite sure if he wants to send in those papers. When you go into an NFL retirement, you've got to send your papers into the NFL. And I'm just going to warn you all. Brett Favre has not <laughs> sent in his papers. So who knows where Brett Favre might, may uh, may spring up at. You know, wherever there's a higher uh, a situation where you need a higher gun. And Brett Favre seems to love the attention and the limelight. And, uh, and he's never been shy uh, shied away from it. Uh, I, you know, until this man uh, turns in his papers to the NFL, I, I will am not going to believe he is retired so you know never know because right now there's a ton of teams that can use a quarterback right now and the Cardinals is one and uh, who knows what the heck San Francisco 49 is going to do over there they got a, a whole bunch of quarterbacks there and uh, 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 but uh they haven't come to a conclusion to which one they're going to keep aboard. Now, I know Oakland needs some uh needs some help as well, but they got Campbell uh, there and uh we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, those Raiders a little later. Down in New Orleans, they don't need a quarterback and they don't need one in uh in in Cowboy Land in Dallas. Uh but that <clears throat> That comment could be, uh, misconstrued because, uh, or even challenged because some people don't like, uh, uh, Romo. And I, and I, man, I, lo- I love Romo, but Romo seems to, uh, crash and burn at, uh, most, uh, uh, unopportune time at the time for him to rise like a like a phoenix uh, it, it, hot sun uh, a bird in a hot sun is uh, he seems to crash and burn so i want to i want to leave my reservations out there for romo to, to to right his wrongs by way of coming back this year and doing one hell of a job so you can get so these uh, uh, your critics won't be dra- uh, trying to mock draft a quarterback to replace you, big fellow. You got to get the job done when the time it, uh, allows for you to get it done. You have been awarded many opportunities to get it done, and yet to get it done, there, Mister Romo. So. Hey, make me <laughs> make other people a believer. I believe you, big fella, but you got to believe in yourself, too. Come on now. Let's get her done in Big D. Now, back to Mr. Fred Taylor. Fred Taylor's, uh, uh he amazed uh, uh, 66 TDs, uh, mm-hmm. running TDs in his days, um, and 12 years spent in Jacksonville uh, with Jaguars and man what a career he's had but uh, uh like i mentioned to you earlier with him having these conflicted issues of not letting go quietly uh, i i tell you i i'm the last one to talk i um I retired twice and came back twice, so I i can't sit here and tell you this is an easy thing to do when you turn in your papers and say you retired. And whether it's uh, a Fred Taylor or a Brett Favre, uh you know it's a uh, it's a it's a tough thing to do. I've Playing football since I was nine years old, and at the time of me to retire, I was about to turn thirty-five. Boy, that's a long time to play football from 9 years old to 35 and that's what I did and 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 I tell you boy I wouldn't change it for nothing in the world but uh, do I have issues yeah I got some issues do I have have I suffered a, a uh, more than a dozen or two dozen, uh, uh, concussions. Oh, yes, I have. And, and, um, yeah, not I, I, do have selected memory when it comes to the wifey. Sorry, wifey. <laughs> All right. Now we, uh, we have a few things to cover on our next, on our next segment. And, uh, hopefully we have our callers call in at 888-346-9144. And we're going to touch on some of this, uh, uh, uh this other upcoming draft that we have coming up this year is going to be a phenomenal thing coming up uh i believe it's april 28th coming up so it's and you know it's kind of awkward having the nfl draft on a thursday but uh this is what it is uh, the, since last year we've had it last Thursday or from a thursday we, we're doing it again and um I, I enjoy work, waking up on a Saturday morning at, at five in the morning, getting my stuff together to, and getting ready to watch the draft start, get started at six a.m., uh, Pacific Standard Time. But boy, we're not going to get that anymore. It's on a Thursday and uh, everybody's at work and I got to monitor things by way of internet or email or text. So it's going to be one of those days. And, but I, we're going to get it in and, uh, We're going to talk more about that when we come back. So let's take a tic-tac. We're going to come right back after these messages with DK here from Under the Helmet. Boom!
2: Do you think that all of the generic financial information you get every day is hard to navigate? You need to tune in to Duffy's Financial Playbook. Every weekend, Andre S. Duffy will help you filter out this information and turn it into wisdom that you can really use. Be informed about the financial decisions you're about to make instead of just blindly making decisions. Andre's connections in the business and professional sports world will help you so you don't need to worry about your financial success. Tune in to Duffy's Financial Playbook, Saturdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Sports.
0: Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports.
3: You are listening to From Under the Helmet with Derek Hinnard. We want to hear from you now. Call in with your comments, questions, or whatever to 1-888-346-9144. 1-888-346-9144. Or shoot us an email to dk7drey at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show.
4: Welcome back from Under the Helmet with Derek Hinnard Hayes. We have uh, our special guest of mine, Mister Mister Elston Ridgeo, man. We uh, we go way back like finger waves, all the way back to the Nevada Reno days, big fella. Hey. <laughs> How you doing, man?
1: I'm hanging in there, DK. You know, always good to hear you, man. Always bring me back to that time. Not only
4: and not only in college, but also we spare some times with the pros together too, man. It's always just good to hear your voice, man. It takes me back. Oh yeah, man. Man, it's it's awesome, man. It's awesome to uh hook up man with the 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 my fellow wolf pack. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey man, we got we got a uh, uh, Judge Nelson here with the collective bargaining agreement uh uh that touched on on getting uh uh this situation with a mediation, uh, deal done, uh, with both parties, the NFL and the players. They're trying to, uh, bring this mediator back into the fold, Mr. George Cone. Now, if they couldn't get it jo- done with George Cone on their own, what, uh, what, you know, what, what kind of gun is she holding to his head to go into the room to get? To talk to both parties separately and to get this thing done what what is uh what is the needle she's pushing up in uh up on these guys' butts to get this thing done going man what do you think
1: I, I think you know I think she's really trying to become a player in this whole thing. uh you know we actually have judge Doty up in Minneapolis that has ruled in our favor, and I think Judge Nelson is really trying to just get in on that action where she becomes one of the um one of the stars of this whole thing and hopefully become in there. And ride it in a white horse and hopefully save this thing. I'm um, not saying that it's a political play on her part, but I think she, um, she sees an opportunity to be the person that's the catalyst for this change. You know, George Cohn tried to do it when they were in Washington the last couple of weeks with the mediation and right. saying part. And uh, now I think she sees an opportunity where maybe her as a magistrate would actually um, lend a little bit more significance to it and, and maybe a little bit more weight to it to get these guys to talk. But as it stands right now, I I really don't know which way it's going. I know there will be football. I know there will be life after football. I know that the position that guys like me and the um, pre-93ers is critical for us right now because if we don't get in on our pension right now, who knows when the next CBA will be and if we'll be able to be taken care of when we get retired with the little bit of benefits comparatively that we have as NFL players that's compared to MLB or to NBA players. We have to take care of ourselves at this particular juncture and I think the pre ninety three guys, especially, have a um, have a huge stake in what's going on right now in the NBA.
4: Well, Elston, you know this this is uh, this is a weird situation, man. Because I tell you, I, they they couldn't get it done with uh, Cone couldn't get it done the first time, and now they're sending them back in with a judge. Well. Holding something behind to his head or a pencil up his butt—I don't know—but <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm not sure how they're gonna get that done. But, but you know what, man? I, I, I hear from my inside sources tell me that the owners are embarrassed on how the former players have been treated, for both with the. With the uh, uh, benefits as well as the retirement packages they've been send, uh, been given out to these former players, when they look across the uh, the fence at both the NF, uh, NBA and the uh, Major League Baseball, how those guys are so well taken care of, uh, both with their benefit package as well as as their uh, financial package, and it's just uh, uh, amazing uh, uh, that they want to sit here and say verbally that uh, uh, they're embarrassed but then they turn around and then they by showing with their actions that they don't want to take care of the former players and uh, and then you turn on the NFL.com and and you look at all this stuff in hindsight and say well look at what's going yeah. on right yeah. now there's no football so they they flashing back on days I turned on the TV the other day and it's Super Bowl 30 on I'm I'm, I'm out there playing with one shoulder and uh, knocking the knocking the snot out of somebody his nose. Boy, you know, I got a Woody Woody, uh, Woody Woodpecker for that one, you know, big fella. <laughs> <laughs> but ain't, ain't nothing like bubbling somebody's snot, man. And,
1: <laughs> i can cut you off here, D, but what, what happens is people are so into football, man, and, and even when they're not playing, they want it. So, you know, the, the thing that really discourages me, and the thing that I'm most disheartened about, is that these guys can't understand, man. With the $9 billion pot, Everybody wants their piece of it, but guess what? The pie is big enough. For
4: everybody to get a piece, right? Really yeah, <laughs> they can write. They can write all their wrongs, man. By by throwing a little in, into the retirement pot for the for the former players, you know, I, and even even myself, as old as I am, and I, I like to look back and flashback at uh, at some of the guys that have passed on and, and not here anymore. But but boy, and I I love watching them play and how they play the game, and then I flash forward to how they play the game now. You know, uh, offensive line. And don't come off the ball like we used to, and oh, right. and, and they they, they kind of shuffling their feet, dancing to the beat, and and positioning, and, and strong-arming people to uh, uh, turning sideways and, and and things of that nature, opposed to coming off the ball. So I watch, I watch and study things like that, and 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 and. But I look at the older players how they used to come off the ball and just bubble, yo snot, ooh yeah. wee, they just give me chills, big fella, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> woo. Snot.
1: When well, we play down in the, in the inside game, is a whole different life, man, and that's yeah. what you've got to understand. You yeah. know, the, the cosmetics of football and the outside on the perimeter, you know, in, in the backfield, in the defensive backfield, I'm not saying them guys ain't tough, it's not, because they all are, and they all come here to meet you, but it's just a different mentality and a different lifestyle inside down on that line. When you're putting your hand down to make your money in the NFL, you're a different beast.
4: Just a different beast. Well, hey, I want to touch on one more one more topic with you here before I let you go, man. You have uh, uh, Coach Weich is now a uh, he's part of the media now and on the NFL. dot uh, com, and I tell you, he has mentioned uh, Kaepernick, the former Wolfpack quarterback, mm-hmm. is is going down to the Bay Area where he has huge interest. As of the scouting uh, department, as well as the head coach up there at uh, uh, in the Bay uh, uh, in in uh, in Town, uh, Kaepernick has tweaked their interest, and they have they're bringing him in this week and to work him out, and they want to see if he can uproot Campbell from that starting position by way of drafting him. Early in the second round of the draft, wow. Wow, you know, really? and yeah, that's that's what's been coming across the the pipe here on the NFL I'm number, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what's coming across the NFL network on the pipe. So I'm just I'm just repeating what has been said on the right. on, on the networks, man. The captain, you know, I I just love watching this kid, uh, uh, his whole career down up in the, in the Wolfpack country up in Nevada Reno, but this kid I, I feel has the He's not completely polished. He's going to have to fine-tune some things. Yeah, and yeah. in order for him to survive in the NFL, he's going to have to put on a few pounds, too. Cause uh, that, that's the big stock
1: against him right there. He just needs that, that weight, man, because, you know, as Reggie Bush learned early in the career, his rookie year, man, you've got to bring a little ass the NFL, man, or you ain't going to be in there long, dude. And it's just the way the game and, and the nature of the game is, man. You, you, you need that extra weight. You really need to hold as much weight as you can in your body and perform as best you can, that being speed. You need yeah. to go as fast as you can, as heavy as you can in the NFL. And for him, that's going to probably be another ten, fifteen pounds. And yeah. so, uh, be interesting to see if they do draft him high. I mean, I think the kid has a great work ethic. He's definitely shown that he's a leader. That Boise State game, you know, really brought him on and, and showed how he had leadership qualities in that team, bringing the team back late in the quarters. I mean, late in the fourth quarter, so. I'm really interested in seeing how he goes on, like I am with all
4: Wolfpack alumni. Oh, absolutely, man! But you know, this guy with him, with him and his weight, man they they may want to be careful because uh, he runs a sub four four. And yeah. uh, you know, I know he ran a four four at the combine, but they say he's capable of running sub four fours on, on on any given day. You never know, because you know, with the fear of gods and all the big fellas chasing him, he might yeah. run. <laughs> might run sub for what? 3-9. 3-9
1: in pads for the 49 uh-huh. so they say, man, as history tells it, man. So, I don't know. I don't know if they want to lose too much speed with that kid because really, they can use 80 series, do sprint outs with that guy, man, and open up the field, man, and, and put him in a constant position that he was in playing out the pistol with Chris Off and really maybe uh, just freak the NFL out again with a new type of offense there. You know, much like, the, um, what the Wolfpack, with, not, the Wildcat did a couple years ago. So it'll be interesting to see if they actually play to this kid's strength if he comes in there and really wildly. Because that pistol, I'm telling you, our ex coach, man. Um, you came up with something
4: there. Yeah, yeah. That pistol thing may revolutionize the, the NFL, especially yeah. with, with so many teams are uh, trying to adopt it, that, that, that pistol on certain sets of their offense. I've seen a lot of offenses trying to, uh, use that pistol like that, to, yeah. yeah.
1: No, is. The NFL is just a copycat league, and if you find success with it and you burn a team with it, you guarantee they're going to try to get some kind of variation of what you burned them with. And that's in everything in the NFL. You know, sometimes, you know, you've had years there, you're the big back. You know, you had the big back on Kansas City, Larry, I can pick Larry Johnson, and uh, he was he was just a big back. Everybody wanted that big power back, and then they went to the fast speedier back. So, again, you know, you see in the NFL just a lot of merging of ideas and a lot of copycatting. When a team has success with it. And I think, you know, if, getting back to the point, if you, Kaepernick gets in there and actually shows something and does something revolutionary and kind of moves the game a little bit. We might see the pistol a little bit more adopted in the NFL, which would
4: be an interesting thing. Well, you know, one thing that will help with this young quarterback, is, you know, I'm I don't, I'm not sure if he's going to uproot Campbell and up out of there because he was very successful towards the I end looked, end of the I, year. He yeah, like looked real good. He looked real good at the end of the year of of bringing sure. bringing life back to the to the Raider Nation out there, and I and, you know it was good to see uh, Campbell do that because boy that uh, they were just shifting guys in and out of there at that quarterback spot, uh, and, uh, you know, they, they got to find themselves in, and find an identity. And uh, they do have a running game, so they got to they got to play to their strengths.
1: Yeah, you need two quarterbacks in there, man. And, you know, if he doesn't uproot them, maybe he gives them a good viable second option, you know, and, and that's what really to solidify that team. And, and we know that the Oakland Raiders really need to get to that point of solidification where they have a faith that they're building off, you know. Um, you know, that quarterback position is critical. You know, it seems like it's, as if they've got the, the running back position kind of thrown up now. If they can get this piece of their puzzle after the huge loss they had with Jamarcus Russell, you know, I think the Raiders take a step forward. But still, even with that, man, they're, they're still a couple years away, it seems to be in, back in that contention like they usually were in, you know, the late 80s, um, early 90s. So, you know, I wish them the best, man. I, I still love Raider Nation, man. I, I still got much love for them. I finished up my career there, so... I just love to see them get back on
4: track. Man, they say once a Raider, always a Raider. So you, yeah, you've been, yeah. you been a Raider, man. You should, you should be sporting that black and gold, uh, the black and, yeah, uh, and silver, and loud black. and proud.
1: Silver and black, baby. That's all good too. But you know, I had love for all the teams. You know, I had one of those careers that was post Plan B. Um, plan B. Um, right after USFL, who, who you participated in, I follow behind cats like you. That you yeah. know, we, we moved around a little bit. We moved around before all the um, different changes of the last PBA came in, and that was just the nature of the sport at that time, and that was fine, man. We just really led to a different type of NFL experience for us guys, in that we played on a lot of different teams. We had a, a lot of different loyalties as far as the teams we played for, but it, it gave us a chance to see America and to get to know a lot of players. Right now, in my retirement, as I look at it and I go about, you know, being a former. Um, President of the NFL chapter, LA, LA NFLPA chapter out here. And,
4: right.
1: And engaging the guys out here, man, I, I have played with a lot of these men. And, some, mm-hmm. you know, that they, they have a lot of tread down the line, man, because if a guy plays with you, he gets to know you real quick, man, because yeah. when you're blowing snot, man, and <laughs> on that porch, man, you get close real quick. See?
4: Absolutely. Like,
1: you know that love me and you have for each other. It oh.
4: was built on that field from knocking the shit out of each other. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you right about that, baby. Hey, we got, I got to come right back after taking a Tic Tac, man. But thanks for being on the show, and I appreciate you there, Elston.
1: Much love, dude. You take care, man. God bless you and the family,
4: man. Thanks, man. Peace.
1: Yeah.
4: All right, we'll be back after a Tic Tac. Come back right after these messages. Thank you, Elston Ridge. my boy.
0: Our internet flagship station for sports voice of is sports do you feel the need for speed whatever your addiction NASCAR IndyCar NHRA Formula One or even La racing, Loury Pass USA has got you covered Larry Henry here host of Pit Pass USA I put my 30 plus years of being a motorsports broadcaster to work to bring you not only the best guests but also the most interesting guests in racing. Fit Pass USA with Larry Hedrick, your front row seat to the world of racing. Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel. Be there or get a DNF. Fantasy sports is where the action really is. Over 40 million people play fantasy sports, but rarely do they get to quiz the experts. Fantasy Insights is the name and the game. flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports.
3: You are listening to From Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. We want to hear from you now. Call in with your comments, questions, or whatever to 1-888-346-9144-1. or shoot us an email to dk7drey at yahoo.com now back to the show
4: Welcome back from under the hem of the Derek and you know, We just finished up with uh, Mr. Elston Ridgeo on that last segment. And we talked about that in uh, the NFL and the CBA. And I tell you, there's a lot of diff- different things that need to get uh, cleared up and rectified before we uh, move on and uh, make you have these this. Judge make their ruling his her ruling, but she is uh, has turned things over to the mediator. So back to the mediator we go with uh, Mr. George Coon. So that's that. Well, right now we have um, um, uh, Mr. Mel Kuyper has a mock draft out now, and uh, with the Carolina Panthers being the first pick um you know he's choosing fairly um uh, the defensive tackle from Auburn and I'm, I'm not quite sure about that pick other than they have other needs on that team. And they let go one of Mr. Julius Peppers, one of the uh, most feared defensive linemen in the entire league. They let him go and now they're trying to replace him when they should have just gave the man the money like he, they should have. Now they're trying to replace him with a, uh, with a Nick Fairley and, uh, you know, uh, it's, uh, it's easy to, easy to pick that guy when you have another bigger need at quarterback. So that's going to be a tough call for the Carolina Panthers to make that move. It's, uh, they have two needs, uh, D linemen, a uh, dominant D lineman, uh, defensive player and or, uh, the quarterback. So, you know, that, uh, that's a tough, that's a tough call. And uh I know on other draft picks, uh mock drafts of other other guys, uh celeb celebrity mocks is, is uh they have other picks going in the first top ten and, and top five. All right, Denver Broncos uh um is scheduled to go next with Mel Kuyper picking uh, Patrick Peterson, a cornerback out of LSU. And uh, I'm not sure if they want to do that. Uh, the Denver Broncos is going to do that. Uh, I know his, his defensive back, is; they're getting aged back there, and they do need to strengthen that position by way of uh, the draft. But I believe those players they have are currently are, uh, have another three to five years left in all, in, in all of them back there in uh, Denver. So they may need to go more of... Of need and want Uh, so I'm not sure if they uh, if uh, Peterson is going to uh, be picked in a second overall pick so we that brings us to Buffalo with Marcel Darius a D tackle out of Alabama and uh he is a solid pick so that is a good uh, good selection and then you have uh Cincinnati Bengals are scheduled to go with the fourth pick and they have so many needs there uh, with their quarterback being possibly gone i'm not sure if uh, if Mr. Blaine Gabbert from Missouri is going to uh uh, is going to be picked before Daquan Bowers, the defensive end out uh, of Clemson. So that's going to be a tough one. And then, of course, you have the fourth pick with Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, we talked about him. Uh, the fifth pick coming at the Cardinals, Blaine Gabbard, uh, QB out of Missouri. Uh, I do see the Cardinals picking a quarterback because without a quarterback, they were they was uh, severely uh, uh, a big uh Achilles heel to them this past year the sixth pick you have the Cleveland Browns with AJ Green um, uh, Being the possible pick up on that and this guy is a freak of nature, and I can see them picking him Uh, This is going to be a good good selection for them to do to take him the 49ers are scheduled to go seventh, uh, with Robert Quinn, a defense man out of North Carolina. That's a nice, solid pick for them. And that guy is, uh, he just flat out get after the pass, passer. It's a good selection for them. Tennessee Titans, Vaughn Miller, linebacker out of Texas AM. That is an excellent selection. And, uh, boy, I tell you, they can't go wrong with that one. And then you have also the Dallas Cowboys uh picking ninth and and uh Mel Kuyper has Prince Amakamura, a cornerback out of Nebraska, uh being selected then and I don't too I don't agree with with that and, and, and I believe if Cam Newton is still on the board, I believe he will be snatched up. And by the way, Cam—not uh, uh, Cam Newton, but uh, uh, Tyron Smith—is down there in Dallas today working out for the Cowboys. And he, I know this kid; uh, he likes to work out. Work out by taking his shirt all the way off. And as my young son works out with this guy uh, quite frequently down in USC land in Los Angeles, this guy is ripped like a. Like a linebacker out there on the field. So, and my son is a linebacker and he's pretty ripped himself. I tell you what. Uh, he's on and off those guys, and he is. If they pick him in the first round, that means they want you to be a left tackle. So he's going to have to make his adjustments from a right tackle to a left tackle. He, does he have the talent, speed, quickness, strength to move to a left tackle? Yes, I believe the young man does have those capabilities, and is uh, he's also cerebral with with his knowledge and and, and his football IQ. So he, yes, I believe the young man could get it done on the left. Side, this guy's got so much upside to him it's ridiculous you'd you, be crazy not to grab him but here we go that uh cam newton is uh next with the washington redskins being the 10th pick and with my the houston texans going at the 11th pick Al Don Smith, the defensive end on Missouri, I don't know if that young man's going to be still there on the board at the 11th pick, but boy, it was sure surprised me. And then the 12th pick with the Vikings taking Nate Solder at the offensive tackle out of Colorado, that's a decent pick for him. Uh, and They have a lot of needs, though, with the, especially at quarterback position. So you keep an eye on the Minnesota Vikings. They may do something on the offensive side of the board because defensively the defense has been keeping them in games, uh, providing that their guys stay healthy. And the 13th pick, the Detroit Lions, uh, are, are scheduled by may- Mel Kuyper to, to, to pick out uh, a- 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 Akeem Ayers, a linebacker out of UCLA. And, yes, that guy is a beast out there. I had a chance to see him down in the the Southern California area. Well, hey, uh, I'm going to say one more, and then we're going to move on and and say our goodbyes. Here we go. The 14th pick, the St. Louis Rams, Julio Jones, wide receiver out of Alabama. Mel Kuyper picked Julio Jones to be picked at the 14th uh, selection in the first round. How about that? Mel Kuyper, you are, you have done so well over so many years of uh, making these picks and doing well at it. Okay, I would like to say a few words real quick with, with uh, 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 proadsperformers.com. Take a peek at that uh, website. Uh, we have uh, Derek Kennard Jr. out there at uh, Chandler, Arizona, pushing his. Pushing his uh, guys around out there, out there. Whether it's uh, the mom, moms and dads working out in, the, in early in the mornings, or, or we have young kids working out in the evenings. Okay. Schedule your times and your workout packages with your group packages uh, available for you. And also, we have a Blueprint Education at uh, Kids at Hope uh, out here in uh, Central and in, in the Southwest Valley. Also, in the Southeast Valley, we have the high school online. All right. <clears throat> I want to thank you for being joining me on the show with Elston Ridgell being my guest today, calling in from Los Angeles. And uh, tune in next week while we bring it back without a tic-tac, big fella. And uh, see y'all next week from Under the Helmet with DK. Come on!
3: Thanks for joining us for From Under the Helmet. Derek Gennard will be back next Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on The Voice America Sports Channel for another look at college and pro football from Under the Helmet.